0: Hello and welcome to this special edition of Salt and Light Radio. I'm Pedro Guevara-Mann. Today we bring you the best of the best of our interviews, commentary and music. As you know, every program begins with an opening commentary. And this one was around the time that euthanasia was once again being debated in the House of Commons here in Canada from March 2010. Bill C-384 is back on the table. This is the controversial bill that would see euthanasia and assisted suicide legalized in Canada. It's the third time the bill has been introduced, and if it passed, it would establish in Canada death as a treatment option for problems that should properly be solved effectively by compassionate medical care. I could spend the whole hour speaking on this topic, and perhaps we will be revisiting it as a feature interview in the next weeks. Let me just make this little distinction, because there is some confusion about whether people in a persistent vegetative state should be disconnected from their ventilators or have their feeding tubes removed. These two things are very different. It's the difference between extraordinary care and basic care. Extraordinary care would be anything extraordinary that is required to keep the body alive, like a ventilator or a heart pump. Without it, the person would, in effect, be dead. Basic care are those things which are not extraordinary that we require in order to stay alive, that everyone requires to stay alive, such as food and water. Those things should not be considered medical care. But because someone in a coma or in a vegetative state or someone who is severely disabled may require a feeding tube because they can't feed themselves, it's considered, at least in Canada, medical care. And so, the removal of medical care includes the removal of food and water, which would kill an otherwise healthy person. This is what happened to Terry Schiavo. So let me clarify, if you're breathing on your own and your heart is beating on its own, and all you need is someone to feed you, that's basic care. Removing it would cause you to starve to death. That's euthanasia. On the other hand, Disconnecting someone from a ventilator or a heart pump is not killing them because without the extraordinary care, they would already be dead. So that is not euthanasia. So let's pray that our leaders in Ottawa pay a little closer attention to what's really happening and ask all the right questions before they make any hasty decisions. I'm Pedro Guevara Man, and this is Salt and Light Radio. You're listening to the best of Salt and Light Radio. I'm Pedro guevara Man, and that was an opening commentary from March 2010.
1: Hi, I'm Janelle, and you're listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic Channel on Sirius 159 or XM 117.
0: Check this out. He has traveled over 61,000 kilometers through 315 countries. He has walked on all seven continents, including Antarctica. He's been through 52 countries at war. He's been arrested or jailed 24 times. This man has been walking around the world since December 25th, 1969, carrying a 12-foot cross and has been traveling constantly with his wife, Denise, since their marriage in 1990. His name is Arthur Blessett, and he joins us now on the phone. Hello, Arthur.
2: Hey, it's good to be with you. God bless you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. God bless you, too. So, Arthur... Uh, when I first heard about your story, and, and now let me just, I'm, dating my, I'm dating myself, but I think I'm going to date you too, because I was born in 1969. <laughs> okay. And I read that you'd been doing this since December 25th, 1969. And I thought, what? 40 years? So, uh, and I think that that's the reaction probably that a lot of people have. Why? Yes.
2: Um, I made the cross back in 1968 and hung it on the wall of a building that we had at Jesus Coffee House on Sunset Boulevard. Okay. A big, rugged 12-foot cross, 12-foot high, 6-foot wide, and it was there to be a witness and, and to make an impact with young people that were coming in. They were on drugs or drunk or whatever, mm-hmm. and I would speak at midnight, and okay. I saw the impact of that big rugged cross and then i would just do short walks for a hundred or two hundred yards down sunset boulevard and we'd give out food and sandwiches and then bring them back to our building and then in 69 jesus spoke to me take the cross off the wall of the building carry it on foot across america and identify the love of jesus and the message of jesus out where the people are
0: so so you you Took the cross and you started walking.
2: Yes, Did you have, I, I first walked across America.
0: So, but did you have a plan? Did you pick a highway, a route, and start walking? But, or? But,
2: well, I had never been into. I'd never played a game of competitive sports in my life. I grew up on a farm in Mississippi and Louisiana, uh-huh. and and so I looked at a map across America, and that was before the GPSs and everything, and I. I followed Route 66 from Los Angeles to St. Louis and then from there across to Pittsburgh and New York City and then down to Washington. Right. And it was very strange. When I when I got out on the road, I, I felt at home. I felt like people would stop their cars. People would come up in the street and mm-hmm. they would be depressed or they'd be angry or they'd be hurt or our various needs of their life, and I would just point people to Jesus and pray for them, and then I knew that it had become my home.
0: So, sorry, just a, a, a factual question. How long did it take you, that initial walk to Washington?
2: That was six months.
0: It took six months. So you had no no agenda, let's say. You took as long as it took.
2: Yes. Uh, I had. Uh, I had said to some people that I I'd given a date when I would arrive in Washington so I kind of felt like I should make it and and I didn't take in consideration <laughs> the amount of time it would take being with people exactly. meeting with people having people talk exactly so many times I would have to walk into the middle of the night to try to make up some mileage because people were so friendly right and then I learned never again would I ever set a date and say when I would arrive at a place, except unless it was a day or two in advance.
0: Right. Now, did you have uh, sort of what are the rules of engagement, so to speak? Is it sort of similar to the, the when Jesus sent out His disciples two by two, enter any home that welcomes you, that kind of thing? Did you have any money? Any Who paid for this?
2: Well, uh, starting out in l a you didn't need much money because I was walking okay. uh, and yes, staying at people's homes they're in Luke the tenth chapter I'm glad you're familiar with that passage. Yeah. you know enter into the first house that ask you, eat and drink whatever they set before you
3: uh-huh.
2: and he gave the he gave the rules of living that life and that is how I tried to live across America and then on around the world i I, I set up a non nonprofit uh, foundations so that people could, if they, I never solicited, but if people but if wanted to here in America you. wanted to donate and pay for plane tickets as I moved on overseas and travel expenses, then they could. Right. Um, once I got overseas, after I walked across America, the next year I went to uh, London, and then I walked across up to Scotland, and then through Ireland, and then into France, and then across Africa. But I realized, once I began really doing this, that I needed water, I needed uh, to bring supplies with me, and so for many years, um, I used the Land Rover. I actually wore out two Land Rovers Uh uh, going across Africa, uh, Middle East, uh, all the way into Asia, and I would get local drivers to drive for me and then interpret Right, and if if no one had invited me in, many times I would sleep in the Land Rover.
0: So you'd be but walking, and the Land Rover would be following you. It's also the I Land guess, Rover a would go up
2: like to the next village, or like three or four miles right. away. Yeah, and I mean the whole villages, towns, would just gather along the way. When I went through Spain, uh, that was when Franco was in power in right. 1973, and um, I mean they have. Uh, I mean, they arrested me because the people were pouring out. A, a Catholic—you could only have 21 people gather, right? And here were like a thousand students from the Catholic school, and the priests and nuns out with me, and 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 so the police came in because. And I, have, I was in jail twice in Spain, <laughs> battling the authorities because the people were so responsive.
0: I can imagine. Now, just a note for anyone that might be joining the program at this point, you're listening to Salt and Light Radio. My name is Pedro Guevara Man, and I'm speaking with world traveler, um, world record holder, and follower of Jesus Christ, Arthur Blessed. He's been walking around the world with a 12-foot cross since 1969. So uh, uh, you said that once you finished... Arthur, you arrived in Washington the following year. You decided to go to the British Isles and then France. Uh, was this, uh, again, were you doing it sort of I'll, I'll do, uh, in stages, or did you, think, did you feel the call to go throughout the world? Again, another call, Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, go out to all the world. Um, or were you thinking, let's, I'll do British Isles and then see what happens, I'll do Europe and see what happens?
2: Uh, uh, yes, it, it was progressive. I think that if I had maybe the Lord had said go to the whole world to begin with, it would have been overwhelming. Uh, it was yeah. stages, like the British Isles, yes. And then I came back to America, was here a few months, and then went back and, and started in France and went through, and then I felt the call to go across Africa. So I walked from Freetown, Sierra Leone, across the Kenyan, then down to southern Africa. And I continued to go in stages. Uh, Until really 1988, Uh um, when I felt that I should go to every nation, complete every sovereign nation before the year 2000. Right. And then when I completed the last nation, which was North Korea, last sovereign UN nation, then I felt the call to go to every island group in the world, Uh every major inhabited island group, and that took another 10 years.
3: Wow.
2: And so. Uh, it, it was progressive, but I have found this, the welcome of the cross. And for your listeners, I'm sure they're wondering, what was the reaction in Iraq or yes. Pakistan and the Muslim world and Hindu world? Yeah. I've been, I've carried a 12-foot cross, and one can go to my website at com mm-hmm. and see, click on each nation. I mean, I've been through Iraq, Iran, Saudi Arabia, North Korea, but, uh, I mean, Pakistan, S- Somalia, everywhere. And, and, the, and, and I have shared that the cross is the sign of the love of God. Yes, and, uh, and, and most of the time, many of the other religious groups may feel it's their enemy. Oh, you've come with a cross, the Crusade Wars or Inquisition or right. whatever. I say, no, this is the sign of the love of God. For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus on the cross, and he born of the Virgin Mary and lived without sin, holy sacrifice, and resurrected. And I have found people open and welcoming of me, of the cross, and of the witness of Jesus. Because you mentioned Guinness Book of Records before. When they were wanting me in the Guinness Book of Records for the world's longest walk, they were... They were, I was talking about the cross, and they were saying, well, we're not really interested. We don't have a record for crosswalking. It's just yeah. the longest walk. And I said, yes. I've, you know, but to do all the research, to give you the credentials and all the, the proof of all this long journey, and this was back in the 90s, I said, you have to mention the cross mm-hmm. because it's, I have a mission. I wasn't just like Forrest Gump, which yes. was a movie and wasn't yes. a real person. I yes. had a purpose. Yes. And that purpose is to lift up Jesus.
0: Yes, and and and,
2: and so I walked, but I walked with a cross, and the cross is about Jesus, and Jesus is about love, and I like to say, and love is about God, for God so loved the world yeah. that He gave His only begotten Son, and and God's love is about people. Yeah. God cares for us,
0: mm-hmm. and and I think that. that Yeah, you certainly have, uh, or or God has certainly been working through your actions, through your journey um, in people. We're almost out of time, Arthur. Can you briefly tell us a little bit about the film that is out now in, I know, in theaters across the United States, uh, uh, The Crosswalk? It's a documentary. Uh, The
2: the film is called The Cross. The Cross. And it is really the 40-year journey of the cross around the world in every nation and the reaction to the cross and... The message of the cross, which is the love and salvation we have in Jesus Christ, it is a, it is a Jesus-focused movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is in uh, theaters across America and will be going on to the world. Yep. Uh, Generation Entertainment filmed that. There's also a book called The Cross, and for where it's playing and when the DVDs come out and everything, uh, eight x the number 8, 8x.com, is the website for that.
0: Great, thank you for that. Arthur, it's been a great pleasure speaking to you. Um, <laughs> I'm still uh, blown away by, by what you've been doing, and it's a great witness of hope, as you've been saying. Well,
2: uh, thank you, and I did have the pleasure of and the honor and humbling experience of meeting Pope John Paul II mm-hmm. in Rome and being in churches under oppression of communism and everything in Poland and the cathedral in Vilmas as they were breaking away from communism. So all the greetings to all the wonderful Catholic friends.
0: Thank you so much, and all the best to you. Bless you. Bye-bye. And that was crosswalker Arthur Blessed, who joined us on the phone from Denver, Colorado. You can find out more about Arthur and the crosswalk at his website, blessed.com, that's blessed with two S's and two T's, and tell us what you think about this. How far would you go to bring the good news to others? Send us your thoughts, radio at saltandlighttv.org.
4: You're listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic Channel, Sirius 159 and XM 117.
0: That conversation with Arthur Blessett first aired on April 2009. Here now is Janelle with her song, Beautiful Scars.
4: If nobody knows that you're there You watch the world move around you And try not to care Your secrets are kept where you think no one sees But your fortress is made out of glass You think what you've been through is not much to give But you're worth so much more than your pain. It just takes a moment to find yourself
0: Janelle with her song "Beautiful Scars." You're listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic Channel, Sirius One Fifty Nine and XM
4: One Seventeen.
0: In June, Pope Benedict XVI declared this year, June two thousand and nine to June two thousand and ten, to be the year for priests. And so, here at Salt and Light Radio, we are introducing a new segment, "Man in Black." And our man in black today is Father Graham Keep, all the way from Mary Immaculate Parish in London, Ontario. Hello, Father Graham. Welcome to Man in Black.
5: Pedro, you're great. Oh,
0: thank you. Good, good, good first thing to say. Thank you. So this is kind of like a game show, okay? okay? Except that not, there's no front, you know, we're not in front of a live audience and, and there are no prizes oh. and, and you're the only one playing. No prizes. <laughs> no, you're, and, and you're the only one and playing. Can get
3: like a, a
5: plenary indulgence?
0: Like yeah, you know her her what? Emotion. I think we can arrange. We can arrange that. Um, okay. So, okay. And yeah. Then,
5: I'm, uh, I'm good with that.
0: Okay. Good. So you're ready? I'm gonna ask you some random questions, like okay. like what you're gonna be doing tonight, um, like what you're gonna be doing tonight. You, that's when so you're supposed in. to answer
2: that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the first question. Is that the question? No. 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 I was just kidding. Okay. So we're gonna start here. Our first segment. You ready? It's called. I'm ready. It's called food and other yummies. Okay. okay. And. Uh, So I'm just opening here the random question uh, Mm -hmm. out of the uh, envelope because we're all organized like a game show here. And the question is, yeah, yeah, that's very cool. The question is, if you had to make dinner for your bishop, what would you cook
5: and why? Oh, now I have to invite him to that, right? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Probably, probably I would uh, make Italian. I would do Italian food for that. I know how to do that. I know how to make Italian food. In fact, I can make my own uh, uh, pasta. I roll it out. Are you serious? I am. Like from scratch? From
0: scratch. Like wheat, flour. Like
5: wheat and egg and... that's about it. And you just roll her away.
0: Really? Do you have like a pasta yeah. making machine or you actually roll out the noodles out by hand? No,
5: I, I do have uh, a pasta making. Well, you know, the, the roller thing. Really? I crank it out. But you're not yeah. Italian. You're Irish. I know. Irish English. How about that? Very
0: cool. But your bishop is Italian. So that, that might be a
5: good choice. He is Italian. So it, it makes him happy. Or um, if, if I were to make anything, I'd probably make reservations. somewhere else yeah
0: very good just to make sure you're on the good side of the bishop that's right okay so good very good next segment next segment is called choices we make okay so this is the this is the the segment where I get to ask you several rapid fire questions and you get to choose between them okay like ice cream or cake okay ice cream very good what kind of ice cream
5: oh did we start
0: (laughs) no that was just a test (laughs) okay you ready you ready I'm ready okay GM or Toyota bicycle (laughs) <laughs> oh i'm
5: <sorry. laughs> that, was, that wasn't part of it was that it? wasn't
0: part of it. bicycle i didn't know toyota or Jim oh. made bicycles that's
5: okay that's it's good it's not a word
0: association so, game no it's not that's that's with your therapist when you meet oh, okay. <laughs> with him once a week this is uh that's great you're like an ecological kind of guy you're, you're not you're a bicycle kind of guy yeah i, I know yeah. you yeah okay good you, i know you drive diesel so that's so that's that's good biodiesel
5: biodiesel okay
0: next one you ready Elvis or Beatles? Beatles. Very good. When did you start listening to the Beatles? Do you remember?
5: Um, well, I was of that time-ish sort of.
0: Really. Sort of like. No, so, you're not.
5: Yeah, we we used to. And actually, I have a, a recording of the Ruddles.
0: Oh the Ruttles? yes,
5: I have heard of the Ruddles. And take off on the Beatles.
0: Yes, I have.
5: It's really quite funny.
0: That's that's good. Okay, good, nice. Okay, uh, next one: rosary yep. or breviary
5: uh breviary
0: okay so for people that don't know breviary so that's the office of the church right the, that's right that's the hours of the church the hours. so morning prayer evening prayer good very good um okay next one airplanes or boats airplanes oh really they get you there faster yeah okay you're like a i need it now kind of guy Yeah. well <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay next one opera or musical theater opera really yeah, what's your favorite opera?
5: Um, actually, uh, I, I haven't been to a lot of operas, but I'd, I'd probably say uh, The Magic Flute or uh, even Lock May. Really? Oh, yeah, I thought
0: you'd be like a musical theater kind of guy. Like, uh...
5: well, I do. It, it, that's that's a tough one because I do like mu- musical theater too.
0: Yeah, yeah. but
5: you know. It, it all depends, you know, what, what kind of uh, mood you're in and, and how well you want to sleep.
0: <laughs> that's true. And uh, what, because opera puts you to sleep? Um I'm, well, it can. And I'm not going to make you sing opera right now, although that would thank be you. fun. That would be It'd fun.
5: probably blow some of the circuits, and that's not good. Yeah,
0: no, okay, let's do a few more. Uh, okay. Football or hockey? Hockey. Good, good Canadian answer, thank you. St. Jude, Saint, Saint Jude or St. Anthony?
5: St. Uh St. Jude.
0: Very good, and that's because
5: even though I lose a lot of things, yeah, I'm hopeless at losing things.
0: But that's good because then St. Jude can help you anyway. Right. Very good. Okay, last ones. Uh, okay. Salt or light? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it?
5: That's an awesome one. Salt that's or light? An awesome one. I, 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 I'll, I'll take uh, both for uh, <laughs> two hundred, please.
0: Okay. Good answer. So, uh, just to know for anyone that might be listening to us and wondering what. Is going on. You're listening to Salt and Light Radio. I'm Pedro Guevara Man, your host, and this is our new Man in Black segment. And our Man in Black of this week is Father Graham Keep. So now this part is a little more serious, Father. Okay. This one uh, is the. This is. Uh, I'm going to call it the I like it segment. Okay. But it could I also. Like it. It, it could also be called since you like musical theater. Uh, this are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> but but don't sing it, <laughs> okay. So here we go. Okay. So what's your favorite okay. your favorite city in the world?
5: My favorite city in the world, uh, I'd say it's Rome, uh, and uh, not just because I'm a priest.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, that's okay. We'll leave that one. Favorite song. <laughs> favorite song.
5: Favorite song is uh, actually oh shoot i can't think of a oh, favorite I don't know. song okay how about favorite ch- I, I, don't, I don't i don't know
0: that's okay favorite church song
5: favorite church song uh right. I, I i like uh uh o sanctissima really
0: actually. so you're like a traditional guy i guess that goes with your opera um how about song yeah. that you uh, inform all your your uh, your your liturgical musicians to not do <laughs> the least favorite church song <laughs>
5: <laughs> to not do that is a very dangerous. Yeah, let's dangerous not go there. Question. Okay, yeah, that's we'll, we'll, a very dangerous. We'll question. just stay away. How
0: about how about favorite prayer?
5: Favorite prayer. My favorite prayer uh, would be the Saint Michael prayer.
0: Oh, good. I like that one too. Um, yeah. Favorite scripture pac- passage.
5: My favorite scripture passage is the end of John's Gospel um, with uh, 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 Peter uh, saying. Uh, encountering jesus and that uh, jesus is asking um do you love me
0: oh nice good okay uh i actually
5: reflected on that uh just prior to my ordination that was my passage for before i was ordained
0: nice and how long have you been ordained how long ago was that
5: i have been ordained 16 years oh congratulations good for you thank you I can't believe it's been 16 years. Wow. It's been just fantastic.
0: And would you say that that is that? I guess that's still your your favorite your favorite scripture passage, or the scripture passage that still kind of motivates, or or moves your your vocation?
5: Yep, it sure does.
0: Very cool. Sure does. What's your favorite TV network?
5: Uh, Salt and Light.
0: <laughs> Very good. And your favorite radio program?
5: <laughs> uh, there's there's a radio announcer. <laughs> Pedro Guerva Man, and uh, yeah, 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 that would right. be Salt and Light.
0: All right, okay, you got your plenary indulgence. Let's do one last segment. <laughs> okay, so this is, uh, we're running out of time, so we're just going to do a okay. few of these. So this is the pop quiz. That's the quiz about all things pop, and today's topic is the movies. Okay, so oh. what's uh, what's the first movie that you remember watching?
5: The first movie, I, I don't remember watching uh, my first movie because, like, I, I don't, I barely remember watching movies. <laughs> okay. I get DVDs and and then, I think I'm watching the same uh, new movie every time I watch it and okay. repeat it. Okay.
0: So, so what was the last movie you watched?
5: The last movie I actually do remember in the theater was uh, uh, the uh, Up, 3D.
0: Oh, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I know. I oh, know, it's huh? great,
5: and yeah. it's great in 3D too.
0: Very good. Um, what was the last time you cried in a movie? Ooh.
5: Uh, I would say that was uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I cried laughing. It was
0: okay. <laughs> okay, okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, very good <laughs> no, answers. No, I went I, with a whole bunch you.
3: of
5: priests, and we we just cried.
0: What, like a whole bunch of like the priest outing? Yeah, let's go see my Greek big fat Greek wedding. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all good answers. Very good. Um, thank you for joining us today, Father. This well, has been a for lot of fun. Me. It's great, um, um, and we'll uh, we'll keep in touch. Okay.
5: Beautiful. Okay, so that God was. God bless you. Thank you. That, God bless the the listeners too.
0: <laughs> thank you very much. That was our man in black of the week, Father Graham Keep. He's at uh, Mary Immaculate Parish in London, Ontario. I'm Pedro Guevara Man, and I am wearing black. And if you like this segment, please send us an email. We're looking for men in black to have on the program. They can be Canadian and Canada. They can be anywhere in the world. Just write to us and tell us about your favorite priest and how we can contact him. And we will, because this is fun, and our email address is radio at saltandlighttv.org. And here again is our featured Artist of the Week, Janelle, with her song No One Left to Save. You're listening to a special edition of Salt and Light Radio with the best of our interviews, songs, and commentary. That, just now, was Janelle with her song, No One Left to Save. Janelle has been our featured artist a few times. Here's a conversation we had in January 2009. Many of you will know Janelle as she sang the French verse of the World Youth Day 2002 theme song, Lumière du Monde. Since World Youth Day, though, she has become quite an accomplished singer and songwriter, um, releasing several albums. Her latest, "What I Gotta Say." Um, Janelle joins me now on the phone from her home in Radway, Alberta. Hello, Janelle.
1: Hello. How are you,
0: Pedro? I'm I'm good, but I'm not the one who just had a baby. <laughs> How are you?
1: Yeah, it is kind of huge. We had a January 1st newbie baby, so yeah, we are very, very excited. His name is Joshua Jacob,
3: and
1: yeah. uh, definitely his arrival was highly anticipated because I was due on December 20th, but um, lo and behold, he did come, and he's bringing lots of joy to our lives.
0: Really? So this is your third child?
1: Third, yeah. We have Eric, who's six, Manit, who's 19 months, and then now Josh.
0: Wow, and so your baby and mummy are doing well? You're getting enough rest.
1: Yes, slowly adjusting. Three is quite an adjustment, but it's good. You know, I only have two hands, and now I have to grow a third, so it's kind of interesting.
0: (laughs) It is. I know. I know, eh? Um, You know, I was going to, I mean, we certainly want to talk about the album and about uh, your your music and and that, but since we're talking about your family, because that impacts, I mean, certainly your family will impact your ministry, right?
3: Absolutely. So
0: have you had to cut back a little bit? I mean, Your husband, Jason, is Mm -hmm. your manager. He's also your bass player. When you guys go on tour, I remember seeing you on tour and you took Eric with you when he was, you know, three years old. He'd go with you. Now you have two other little ones.
1: Yes. Well, um, I toured a little bit last spring after I'd had Monique. And. It went pretty good as long as we were a family. I mean, if Jason was there, at least I had another helper. That was no problem. Right. Um, We are planning on going on tour actually at the end of March here right away in a couple of months. And so I have no idea what touring with three kids is going to look like. And to be perfectly honest, I'm kind of scared to death. But (laughs) we have our tour bus and we have a great team. And so I trust that this is what God wills for our lives. And we're just going to you know, buckle down for the adventure, so it should be good. It,
0: it says something to the people who watch you and listen to you in concert that you're traveling with your family. Um,
1: well, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's a big part of who I am. And, you know, I want to be real with my audience, and I want them to be able to connect with me and my music. And, um, you know, what better way to do that than, than to be a family ministry? And so... Um, you know, for us, that's really important, and especially, you know, myself, my primary vocation is obviously motherhood, and, um, you know, I I really want to, you know, make sure that I am doing what God wills for me primarily to do, and then, um, you know, I just feel really blessed that I can continue to tour and to do music, even, uh, you know, with with three kids, and, and have my husband, you know, be such a huge part of what we do, and so, yeah, it's a real blessing to be able to kind of have my cake and eat it, too. So Exactly. Nice.
0: I know. Now, are you planning on having uh, the f- children on stage with you? Is Eric still doing a little bit of drum with you, drumming
1: with you? That's right. Yeah, Eric's still doing some drumming. And, in fact, we're homeschooling this year, so drumming is becoming a bitter, bigger part of who he is. And so, really? um, yeah, he should be. And my Nick, well, she's turning out to be her own little performer. Uh, she's already doing Skinny Marinky Dinky Dink, you know, those <laughs> sort of little songs. <laughs> so I don't know if she'll make it to the stage or not. But um, she's uh, definitely going to be, uh, you know, around, and uh, it'll be good.
0: That's very good. We've been listening, Janelle, uh, in our program so far to a few of your songs from your new album. Um, tell us a bit about about this album. I have a sense that there's something different about this album from from what you've done in the past. Am I right?
1: Absolutely. Yes. This is kind of the album that I've been wanting to put out for quite a few years now. And um, in fact, a couple of the songs have been written for five or six years. And um, the, the thing that I think sets it apart is um, I had a lot of uh, co-writing done with it. And so, um, you know, it expresses a lot of who I am and what I want to, what I want to say to um, my audiences. And the past three or four years, I've had the opportunity to work with um, Challenge Girls Club across North America, as oh, well yeah. as Pure Fashion, which is um, basically a fashion show that promotes modesty and purity. And I've been able to speak and sing at those events. And so uh-huh. um, this album is really targeted for, you know, that type of audience and just really share with them uh, my heart about be- living your faith boldly and not being afraid to, um, you know, to live for Christ.
0: The the, the title, which we just, just listened to before you came on, What I Gotta Say, um, this is very much your brainchild, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, my buddy Mike and I, we wrote this song uh, quite a few years back, and it actually was born out of um, looking at a t-shirt, believe it or not, what happened was I was at a conference, a pro-life conference, Uh and um, there was um, some young people, and they were all wearing these t-shirts. And the t-shirt said, You will not silence my message. You will not mock my God. You will stop killing my generation. And that message really stuck with me. And so when I got home, I was thinking on that, and I thought, you know what? That's really what I want to say. In my spiritual journey at the time, I was kind of in a holy anger phase, if you will, um, you know, just frustrated that the world was luring so many innocent souls, you know, away from Christ, and I was just like, there's got to be something that we can do, and as Christians, we just really need to live authentically in order to see that come to fruition and to be able to share more boldly with people that have no clue that Christ can offer us, you know, that abundant life that He's promised, and so um, what I got to say was, started with those three lines. Mike and I just built right around that song, so it was really, really an amazing experience. We wrote it in like ten minutes flat. Right. Um, we've tweaked it since then, obviously, uh-huh. but it's a—it's been awesome.
0: Do you do yeah. you find that it's no coincidence that even though you wrote that song several years ago, that it's now is is the right time for it to come out?
1: Well, that's the thing, you know. Um, Obviously, it was not the time back then. Even if God gave us the song, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it's even more relevant now than it even was five or six years ago. And um, I think it's a song—it's a song for this this time in history. It's a song for this generation. And um, so, I really want it to be a battle cry, um, especially for us young people. You know, to be able to really just—you um, know—live by that creed, almost like a declaration, sort of thing.
0: Right. We. Uh... We've been talking a little bit also on the program already about, uh, you know, we have a new president in the United States, and they're saying that he's going to be the, the most pro-abortion president ever. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something, do you, do you sense that this is the, the issue of the times when you go to conferences, the message that you want to give young, young, young people, young women in particular?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely. A lot of my ministry is with young women, and um, like I said, it's, it's a song for our time. Mm-hmm. and uh the message really coincides with what's going on in the current events and i think that's just you know a god timing thing that's just the way some, he works he's never late never early just on time <laughs> and so this song yeah, exactly. um you know definitely portrays that for sure
0: now the first first song that we played uh, tonight was uh, i delight in you what can you mm-hmm. tell me about that track
1: well, i delight in you um was again written a few years back and um it was a song that really came out of the heart of a young girl. Um, I had the opportunity to to know several young women along the way, and um, after reflecting on my own life and also the lives of these young women that I've been working with, so many of us, and I mean, it doesn't apply just to young women, but especially to them, um, we just buy into the lies that, you know, we're not pretty enough, we're not skinny enough, we're not smart enough, we're not this enough, you know, and the world keeps telling us this through the magazines and the media exactly. and just the overall culture. And really, that's just not the truth, because in our very essence of who God created us to be, we are, we are beautiful and worthy and, and, um, and worthy of His love. And so I just wanted this song to really um, just allow these young girls to discover how much Christ really delights in us and how much we're called to delight in Him. And so that's where the, the song was born out
0: of. Yeah, and you know what? I, I uh, you, know, you read the lyrics. I don't know, when people hear the song, sometimes we miss, we miss the lyrics. But the fact that you, you read the title and you think, I delight in you, meaning I delight in you, Lord. But the fact mm-hmm. that the Lord delights in us mm-hmm. is something that not a lot of people think about. Um, definitely. Um, I, I, I completely agree with you. I, I speak to high school students uh, quite often, and I tell them, you know, the world tells you that you're ugly, you're fat, you're, you're, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, and we believe it. But mm-hmm. the, the church and Christ tell us that we're beautiful, <laughs> we're made in his image, we're perfect, mm-hmm. and we don't believe it. And is that because we don't feel that way? And what is it about our circumstances that don't, that don't allow us to feel that way? Exactly.
1: Anymore? And it's, it's just not about our feelings, about the true the true essence of who we are. And that's right in the chorus. It just says the essence, you know, shatters every lie. And that's what, unfortunately, we have bought into so much, is we bought into the lies. But that's not what it's about. We are about um, the truth, and Christ is the truth. And what he tells us we are in his, you know, created in his image, that is the truth. And so, um, you know, that in itself, you know, makes us wonderful.
0: It is so, so true. Would you say, um, since I've known you, What eight years, nine years now? Mm -hmm. That your focus in your ministry has changed
1: a little bit. I think um, I'm not so sure it's changed so much as it's just become more focused in the sense that you know now I really know where my heart is, and um, you know my heart is definitely with these young girls, and um, you know, you know, thankfully God's allowed me to have you know a broader audience as well. Mm -hmm. But my heart is really with these young girls and with these youth, and just sharing. You know, over the years we've shared my husband and I's testimony and, yes. um, you know, our love for Christ and our vocation of marriage. And then um, just basically finding your identity in Christ has been my overall message um, to these young girls through through the different venues that I've had the opportunity to serve in. But, um, yeah, definitely that's been my overall kind of Heartbeat over my, through my ministry for the past few years now.
0: That's exactly uh, the, the sense I have from, from watching you grow. We're talking to Janelle. Janelle is a, uh, a young singer-songwriter from Alberta here in Canada. Um, you're listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic Channel, 159 Sirius, NXM 117. Janelle, you, um, you just uh, earlier mentioned that you're going on tour. So where is this tour going to be?
1: It's actually going to be, um, right now it's going to be a Western Canadian tour, but we, for whatever reason, God seems to be continuing to open doors and people are still calling in um, for us to move a little further east. So I don't know. Yeah. At, at this point, it's a Western Canadian tour, but you just never know with us. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Is it? So, gonna, um, when's it going to be? Yeah,
1: it's going to be, um, we're starting March uh, 12th, I believe, and um, probably running for a couple of weeks, but I'm not sure exactly.
0: Okay, so um, be sure you to check let... my website. Yeah, and, and we'll uh, make sure that we let people know what the website is. Um, but make sure you let us know because we, uh, we have an events segment in this show. So we can okay. let people know when you're going to be in their area and when the Great. concerts are going to be or if it's at a particular conference. Um, so, so that's something that we, we hope to do a service that we hope to provide. Cause sometimes people, there are lots of things happening and people don't know what's going on or when or where. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. if people are interested in, in, uh, uh, bringing you into a, let's say a conference as a speaker, you do that as well, right?
1: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And so they can just go to my website, Janelle at, or uh, Janelle.cc. .cc. And, um, yeah, definitely contact us, and we'd be happy to see if we can serve you.
0: And you can, I mean, you can certainly speak to to young women. I know that the that, that Challenge Club, for people that don't know what Challenge is, it's a group for young, uh, pre-teenage or teenage uh, um, Catholic yep,
3: girls? Yeah,
0: 10 to 16. 10 to 16 um, age. Yeah. So, so uh, you're perfect for that audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you're not... Also done a- yeah i 've also done a lot of like mother daughter conventions oh yeah um, i 've done you know women 's conventions, that sort of thing um, yeah that 's kind of where the places I go to <laughs> okay
0: so yeah and, and and not to give the impression to our listeners that you can only talk about you know in the context of modesty and purity for young women i mean i 'm sure your testimony and you can talk about all kinds of uh, powerful things and and the music itself uh, stands alone. <laughs> Definitely, I, I'm a witness to that, Janelle. Mm. Um, we are going to play a couple more of your songs, so I'd like to maybe have a chance to, to talk a little bit of that, uh, about them. A little bit of light. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, every time I see light on a song title, my, my eye goes to it, you know, being here at Salt and Light, and I'm hoping that one day you'll write a song that's called A Little Bit of Salt. Uh. so what can you tell us about a little bit of light
1: well a little bit of light was um written for particularly for this album my producer had come up to uh lloydminster here to write with me and um you know writing is always an interesting thing because it's kind of like going on a blind date if you've never written with the person you're writing with so you know you kind of have to get to know each other and then you know once once you kind of know where God's brought both of you as far as your spiritual journey, then you can write a song together. And so um, basically, Steve and I were like, he's a great piano player and songwriter as well. And mm-hmm. so we were over a cup of coffee, we were just sitting down at the table, and he said, you know, he says, okay, what do you want to write about? And I said, well, I don't know, you know, this is kind of my ideas for the album. And he said, well, he says, what's your journey been like with, with God? And so I just started sharing. And, you know, the theme that just started coming up was, God loves to plunge me in the unknown, and, you know, sometimes I wish he would just shine a big old spotlight on my path so I would know what the next five years would hold so I could plan better, Um, but it's never been that way. In fact, it's always been Christ who comes up beside me, takes my hand, and in his other hand has this little itty-bitty lamp, Mm -hmm. and he just lights one footstep at ahead. A time. Yeah. You know, nothing more. I don't get to see the big, you know, what's if there's a you know, twist or turn in the path. It's just one step at a time and yet he's right beside me. That's right. And so I said, you know, I just get a little bit of light. That's all. And he's like, A little bit of light, that's a great title. So it, <laughs> we it just is. started out with a little bit of light and he just plunked on the piano then that became the hook. Yeah. And then from there we just kinda rode around it and um it ended up, you know, being a really a really kind of groovy tune, so
0: it was good. That's great. We're uh, uh, talking to Janelle. Uh, you're listening to Salt and Light Radio on the Catholic channel. Um, Janelle, so people, just a reminder, if they want to contact you, they go to your website, um, mm-hmm. www.janelle.cc. That might be a little confusing for some people um, because know, we're not sorry, familiar with CC, CC, but you know what? I figured out what CC stands for. It's easy what? to remember, and it's, it's, it's if Canadian Catholic
4: there you How's go that? that's perfect
0: so if people have a hard time remembering just remember canadian catholic and it's janelle.cc you can get all the information uh where you're touring where you're mu- where to get your music if they want to listen to the music buy the music buy your products b- book you for a concert or for a conference um, yeah they can download it off
1: of iTunes or cd baby as well so it's pretty
0: easy that's great well janelle Um, Thank you so much for talking to us. Um, uh, I I hope that (laughs) things are going well and that you're getting enough rest before you set out on tour in March. Um, (laughs) uh, Say hi to Jason and and to uh, Eric and Monique and Joshua Jacob. Welcome to the world, Joshua. Thank you. Um, Thanks for talking to us. And and stay in touch, and uh, we'll have you on the program again, okay? Sounds
1: good. Looking forward to it. Thanks a lot, Pedro.
0: Okay, so that was Janelle, and we will leave you with Janelle's song, Little Bit of Light, from her new album, What I Gotta Say. That was a conversation I had with Canadian singer-songwriter Janelle in January 2009. And that concludes this special edition of Salt and Light Radio. If you'd like to comment on anything you heard on this program, send us an email, radio at salt And remember that you can podcast all these programs on our website at org slash radio. We're leaving you with Janelle's song, Little Bit of Light. I'm Pedro Guevara Man. Thank you for listening to Salt and Light Radio.